This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by five years of podcasting. Five years. That's longer than Trump's presidency that we've been we've been recording. You're welcome. You're welcome, America. <laughs> To here's what I don't get from north to south, east to west, the only five year running podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt, and with me today, as always, my friend, Timothy Timbo, Timmy Tim Tim's, Timmy Tam Spice. <laughs> Some nicknames for you. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Five years. Five MF and years, everyone. I bet you can't believe it. Four, I can't. Five, I can't either. Five years ago, you were sitting there. You had nothing to do, nothing to listen to on your commute to home. <laughs> and then a star was born. Here's what I don't get came out and changed your life. And your it's wealth. not what I was going to say, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> the star was born. And then we started a podcast. And then we started a podcast. The, yep. So here we go. Five years. This is our five-year episode. Five years ago, Uncle Buck and Joel Chaco sat down in their yep. respective studios and started bullshitting over over Skype. And now, five years later, you and I are sitting here in the studio bullshitting about terrible James Bond movies, <laughs> talking about issues, getting voicemails, meeting up with fans. Speaking of meeting yeah. up with fans, this weekend was the Wanamaker Gun Show here in Tulsa. And... Uh, you and I went with Truckin' and Tuckin'. We met up with Fred the Truck yeah. and uh, Guns Beer Freedom. Did some looking around at the gun show. Uh, afterwards, we went out to dinner with a bunch of guys. And then we went over to Cigar Bar and hung out and just had a, a really great, great time. time yeah. yeah, a lot of fun at the at the gun show. Tim and I, of course, were featured artists. Yes. We went in there, we baby oiled up our arms, you know, <laughs> and then we did our pose routine. And, you know, some there was a guy in the back that you know obviously came in his pants and then had to run out in, in yeah. embarrassment. Apparently, someone shot, a, fired a gun during the gun show. <laughs> yeah, which uh, you think uh, people would know how to not do that. Yeah, you would think that. <laughs> you would think that. Oh, uh, man, there's a lot of like weird stuff there. There was. There were also there were a lot of. Oh, this was very very annoying. Uh, this this always could have been an issue. Um, we. There were so many boomers in power scooters yeah. at the gun show. It was fucking infuriating. They knew their audience, though. They did. Because there was a booth dedicated to these uh, <laughs> these uh, power scooters with tank treads on them. Yeah, there was a boomer riding it. I think he was the representative of it, whose thighs were so fat that his knees couldn't touch. <laughs> Uh, they would they would get like in these caravans down an down an aisle. It's basically, just a bunch of zigzag of aisles of tables and tables and tables of guns and knives and memorabilia and other shit. Yeah, yeah. And they would just one of them would stop to shop, and it would just stop all traffic in all directions. Because it because the 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 aisles were very narrow. They were narrow, but they're wide enough for you know one traffic one way. Well, it's enough for two for two for, lanes of traffic, one one going each way, one going each way, and then you kind of pause and look at what you're looking but at. Not a power scooter, but not a fucking power scooter. Yeah, it was, it was, it was cool though. There were um, there were a lot of booths that sold AR parts. I would bet yeah, money yeah. that you could just go through there and buy 
every single part to build an AR from a different booth yep. and just, all right, here's my lower, here's my upper, here's my receiver, here's my barrel, here's my stock, and just like assemble that all through the thing, and here's my ammo, and then go do a school shooting right away. <laughs> yeah, did you, were in your head, were you playing spot the school shooter? N- yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh there were there was you didn't see it, but there was a booth that was full. It was it was a I don't know how I did find this booth like two eight foot tables wide. And then it had all kinds of shelves on the eight foot tables uh-huh. so that all these anime figures could be stacked up. <laughs> and then next to it was another two tables just full of samurai swords. I don't know how I didn't find that table and then stay there the whole time but I was there. The funniest part was that it was. It's in the expo square, so it's two levels and it's mostly open air. But yeah. they've had this anime table like underneath the there's there are some offices that are up above on the edges where the concession stands are. Yeah. So it was behind and beneath behind be, it was in the, most the concessions area. and <laughs> and the lights were kind of turned off. Uh-huh. So it was kinda dim over there. <laughs> like Yeah, we got the fucking anime. Going it was in dim there. in there so you couldn't see the ropes of jizz <laughs> on the figures. <laughs> do you guys sell jars here? Do you <laughs> uh it was uh it was ton of fun. Lots of cool stuff to oh, yeah. see. Um yeah. the the ammo prices are out of control. The prices on some of these guns were insane. I, there was a there was a gun I saw. It was on the lower level, with a it was old. It was the stock was not wooden. The stock wasn't wooden. It was this, it had a big ass stock that was fully iron. Holy shit! And not only that, but it was like it had been chiseled and carved a design into, and then had gems placed into it. Wow! Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. Yeah. And there's all these, here was the weird, the weirdest thing that gun showed to me was that we're at a gun show, mm-hmm. right? 99% of people there are second minute people. Yes. I'd say 80% at least are probably everyday carriers. Yeah. Gun people. Yeah. Gun people. There were, I saw probably two dozen people wearing masks out of, granted, probably several thousand people yes. there. Yeah. But I was just uh, yeah. stupefied. Every time I run across someone in a mask, I'm like, why are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Are you, are you like infiltrating here? Because we don't wear those. Yeah. Like, like so much so that like, there should have been a guy at the front being like, sir, do you have a mask? Well, then you can't come in. <laughs> <laughs> there were, um, what was the slogan you'd say of the, of the gun show? Uh oh! <laughs> let's go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. There was, was a lot of to, let's go, Brandon memorabilia. There was there were let's go, Brandon. I saw T-shirts. I saw posters. They were saying it. The boomers were out there saying it to each other. Yeah. Hey, let's let. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got it. We got it. It's not funny. Oh, that was. I'd rather them go around going, the South will rise again. White power. <laughs> White power. Oh, boy. Yeah. There were, there, there were, then there would be guys. So you see, people had booths, right? But then mm-hmm. guys would just be walking around with like a cardboard sign. like, I got all these guns in this yeah, box. Yeah. <laughs> you want to buy one? The, were, the dumbest ones were the guys that had like slung around their chest. Yeah. Like, like it should say, eat it, Joe's. 
<laughs> there were some that would have the gun like in a backpack with the barrel facing up, yes. and then they would tape their sign to a to a uh, dowel rod and, and slide it, it down the barrel. barrel so that it was up above their head. Yep. And like have the specs of the gun that's in their backpack. Oh man, it was it was cool though. I've never I've never been. It was my first gun show. Yeah, it was your first gun show. Yeah. Um. Wanamaker's is like the biggest, one of the biggest ones in the nation. Apparently. So that's a good one to kick <laughs> it off with. Yeah. And uh, we got to meet up with some dickheads and had a had a pretty good, enjoyable time. And Tim didn't want to go too. When I hit up Tim and Truckin' yeah. and Tuckin', it's like, hey, you guys want to go to the gun show on Saturday? And Tim's like, nah, busy playing Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> if I had been like, you want to go to an anime convention? Be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's go right now. Yeah, and with with a camera and a microphone. <laughs> oh, we should have done that. Should have been. So the funniest part was we're trying to. Everyone, we, you, the three of us got there together, and then I think I got ahead of you guys, and I had my eyes on you, and then you guys, I could not, couldn't find you anymore, and I was like, well, but they're lost forever. That's, that's the same thing happened. We were like, oh, we lost Tab. Well. Uh, <laughs> he probably won't shoot anything off. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess you and Truckin' and Tuckin', the same thing happened again. Yes. And so we're, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to like percolate around and, and meet up with Fred and Gunsby or Freedom. And so we're kind of on a collision course. Yes. All, all, you and I, I ran into trucking and tucking. And he's like, I'm going to go over to this thing and do something. And then you ran, like you came up to me. I'm like, oh. Because I, I was just going zigzag through the aisles and yeah. eventually I came across you. And then we're like, okay, I know. Truck and Tuckins around here somewhere, and Gunsby or Freedom are around here somewhere. So as soon as we'll go find him, and then Truck and Tuckins sends us a picture. He's like, "I think I found them," and it's it very clearly because Fred was wearing this one of those hats, ridiculous of, hat. ridiculous trucker hats that's too long. That's like, "I fish fear me, men want to be me, uh-huh. women." It's very funny, and uh, I said, "Yeah, uh, shot the N word to be sure." <laughs> <laughs> My favorite of those hats is the uh, um, is the one that's all mis- misaligned. And it's it says, uh, women want fish fear me. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, so anyway. Yeah, trucking and tucking ended up going up to Fred, calling him a naker, so yeah. that he would. <laughs> that's our secret code word. Yes, that's the secret code word between here's I don't get fans uh-huh. call someone a naker. Uh, anyway, what else did you do this week? Uh, I've been working. Yeah, that really working. sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, not not too much else other than that. It feels like it hasn't been that long since we recorded last week. It really um, hasn't because everything's been so fast paced. What did I watch? I watched something on Netflix. Oh, I I watched um, what's the, it's got a dumb modern name. Um, I can't deal with this or I can't stand this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh. Based on an indie comic book, it's it's just Carrie. It's just Carrie. They just made Carrie again. They just made Carrie again. Fuckers. Yeah. Carrie, but with uh modern kids, but modern kids that are that are the the hipsters. Mm. So they're throwback modern kids. It was dumb. Women fear me, fish fear me, men turn their eyes away from me as I walk. No bees dares make a sound in my presence i am alone on this barren earth yeah that's the yeah that's there's the a picture hat. of a salmon that's the hat <laughs> that fred's wearing he sent me a great photo of it too where all the words are backwards for some reason yeah i've 
been I've been crazy busy. I've been so busy I made Tim work for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being a fluffer's no. not easy. Speaking of Fred and movies. Yeah. We're out at the we went to the cigar bar uh after dinner and uh Fred is there and he goes, So about this rhinestone. <laughs> <laughs> is that is rhinestone like that's a like bit. Actually, that's a bit, right? Yeah. Is that actually a good movie? And we're both like, and Trigatuckin. No. No. <laughs> no, no. It's a great movie. We love this movie. And I can tell you, I, it's not. we're not joking when we say we love this movie. Yeah. And I can prove that to you because this weekend, we watched Rhinestone again, except this time we watched the Spanish version that the Hound <laughs> sent us to see if they sang the songs in Spanish. Yeah. And they did not. They did not. But the rest of it was it was, it was in Spanish. It was in Spanish, and it was uh, yeah, just as good. <laughs> it was. It was specifically the literally Spanish version, as in it's from Spain. Yeah, España. Yeah, uh, which was unique. Yeah, and so we had we had fun watching that again. Yeah. Uh, and we also we, watched a bunch of MXC. Yeah, because it's available on Tubi. Tubi. If you have Tubi, go con the TV. Whole, all, like the whole series of MXC yeah. is available. And, and we it's were still great. Cracking up. <laughs> it's still we were great. cracking up like we were 12-year-old boys. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't almost couldn't turn it off. <laughs> almost, yeah. But we managed to do it. Well, Tim, are you ready to get into some fifth year issues? Yes. Would you like to kick off the first issue of the well, no, this is this is the the last first issue of the fifth year. Uh-huh. Of year five? Yeah. Here's what I don't get. <laughs> Public restrooms? Uh, there's never enough glory holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I fucking hate public restrooms. Me too. Uh, and by public restrooms, I mean ones that aren't in a home. <laughs> in, y- in your home? That's S tier. That's S. That's S plus tier, especially, especially like a one person, like the master bathroom. The master bathroom, yeah, yeah. yeah. The master bathroom in your house. Uh-huh. That's S tier. S tier. A tier is any other bathroom in your house. Yes. <laughs> uh, then B tier is any bathroom in a person that's close to you's house, as a friend or family. Uh, then C tier would be a bathroom in someone that you know's house, but you don't really like them and or they don't keep their bathroom nice. I would say C tier is like a hotel bathroom. Mm, okay, fair. That's fair. Where there's a range. Uh, you, you like people. I've definitely been in an F tier hotel bathroom, mm-hmm. but I've been in like a nice B, maybe close to A tier hotel bathroom. So it's a nice C tier. C tier is hotel bathroom. What's D tier then? I think D tier is. Is is D tier is your top of the line public bathroom? Mm-hmm. I think your D tier is. Uh, so I, I mean, all public the as a, as e, a, so D D tier is 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 like your company bathroom. Yes, at, at work where that gets cleaned and you have to use it regularly, but it gets cleaned nice enough and it's yeah. not really open to the public public, but it is well used. Yeah, or uh, the one I remember is. Uh, um. There's one in uh in where I went where I went to college. And you've been there. Uh in the building that my major was in. Mm-hmm. There's one bathroom. It's on the first floor. It's very nice. Yeah. And it's uh it's at a college, but it's at it's at like a seldomly 
Like, there, like there's not, there's a, lot not of, a lot of traffic. There's not that a lot of traffic to no. the place, especially in the middle of the day. Or like, uh, I would spend, I would spend days. Uh, um, I would use. <laughs> I would spend days in that bathroom. I would spend days in that bathroom, <laughs> licking the toilet seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I would spend some of my days, uh, summer days, in there. I would, I would be using. Um, you know, like the video editing room or whatever and in the going summer. Through the Jasmine in your mind. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but like no one else, like there are a couple of instructors there, maybe. So there's like, I mean, the odds of you running to anyone else that used to use the bathroom is slim to none. So E tier, your your standard public restroom at a, you know anywhere, gas anywhere. station, restaurant, event center. F tier, porta potties. That's the worst of the worst porta potties. I mean, the only good porta potty experience you can have is if you're the first one to use it. I don't even think then the first one to use it off the factory line. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They come That's out of I mean. the factory line. You open the As door in, and just no take one a big has... cruncher in there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I know that term now. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's what I mean. Like the first one to ever, the first one to, to christen a porta potty. Christen a shitter. <laughs> I named the shitter in the yeah. name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I was trying to remember what then sparked me. Wipe what my sparked, ass. sparked me off on this, and it was we went to uh, that was main event, mm-hmm. and I went to the bathroom there, and it was like, it was like they hadn't cleaned that thing since the beginning of the week. Right, oh, it had been like a full weeks. It's like it had been used for a full week, and despite that, that place is not old. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like every other sink didn't work, and I've I've been this before. Have you ever has this ever happened to you? Where like every other sink doesn't work, and every other soap dispenser, but, but it's they're the opposite. They're the opposite. God yes. damn it! Oh, that is. <laughs> You, uh, and you then you go, even, and then you go to the the paper towel dispenser on the right, and it's out of service. So your hands are dripping wet. You have to go all the way to the other side. the The thing that I hate about the public restroom, right, is the toilet paper is always. It's like it's toilet paper that you wouldn't give to your kids. Yeah. So why you wouldn't give it to your dog if somehow your dog knew how to wipe its own? Why do these manufacturers make this like half ply shit? (laughs) Yeah. They put in these dispensers that they make overly complex so they can. uh, Oh, we'll make this dispenser where it has a sliding door so you can put two rolls of toilet paper instead of just having someone check it more frequently. (laughs) And so in which case you start pulling the paper towel or the toilet paper and it catches literally anything and just rips apart. Or like uh, you start pulling and it, you're not, because those, a lot of times those things are way lower than they need to be. Yes. Uh, If you're not at the right angle. If you're not at the right angle. If you're pulling, you pull the wrong angle and you've turned it into uh, the, uh, the width of a, of a thong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh God. The the paper towel dispensers, I mean, everyone's talked about those. Yeah. The, the waving around, the thing that drives me nuts, this is one of my, my pet peeves, and yeah. this is one of those things, my chaotic good that comes out, is I will go into bathrooms, and if they have one of the automatic to- um, paper towel machines, every single one of those has an option for hanging towel, where when you tear, that triggers a, a sensor 
to feed, just feed another piece. And you don't need a motion sensor. You just need the little tear sensor. Yeah. They put both of them in there for some reason so that you can wave around like a moron. Huh. So I'll go switch them to hanging towel nice. and the maximum length so that you just walk in there, you tear a towel away. Yeah, because I'm fucking having to, ta- having to tear off five pieces just to dry your and hands. And wave your fucking hands in between them. That's the annoying part because you can tear off one, start drying, throw it. Tear off one, start drying, throw it until you've torn enough that your hands are dry mm-hmm. as opposed to constantly waving your well, waving around like a jackass. Yeah, and then the waving thing is it's never instant, right? No. It is the the motion sensor in the toilet way too sensitive. Way too sensitive. The motion sensor in the uh paper towel dispenser not sensitive enough because you're sitting there waving, right? It gives you half a sheet and you you yank and if it's not set on the setting, the yeah. tear setting, you're you're waving around and you've got to it it sits it's it thinks about it for 10 seconds. Or it gives you another piece. And now they have the motion soap dispensers. And then you'll walk up to one that's not motion sensing. And you just put your hand there like a dipshit. Yeah. You just stand there for a second. And you go, oh, I, have push, flush. I have to push against yeah. this. I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, the, the stalls with the fucking quarter inch gaps between doors mm-hmm. and the two and two feet from the floor. Yeah. Like, I don't understand who makes these restrooms. It's I've, like they've never shit in their life. I've it's been, like a, they're made by aliens who don't have buttholes. I've been in two public restrooms that I would consider nice. Mm-hmm. It was one Bucky's. No, Bucky's has really nice, really? restrooms. Huh. Yes, I uh, put them in there, and definitely in the B A tier yeah. of public restrooms. Yeah, because uh, the Bucky's I went to, I went to the one that's in like Alabama or wherever it is. So your shitter is a is a room with a door. It's like a little tiny room. Great with a with a solid door, (laughs) solid walls all the way up, solid walls all the way down. You were enclosed in there. A tornado could hit, and you'd still be shit. Nice, nice. Uh Uh, And then it's it was clean and and large and spacious. Very nice public restroom in the Bucky's. Where is Bucky, and what has he had? One is semi. uh, Isn't this like the closed off tier? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a backstage. bathroom at a casino a local casino here oh yeah that our friend works at uh but but not but not just like any of their bathrooms it's one specific bathroom that's a uh, backstage um that's very nice mm-hmm. uh the other one is actually at a chinese buffet here in town <laughs> <laughs> right like you wouldn't expect it but you walk in you sound like george costanza <laughs> by the way because this is yeah. this is the in the the curb your enthusiasm <laughs> episode episodes uh, seinfeld yeah that's yeah. what george he was the he public sold an bathroom app for public bathrooms yeah and that was because he's a fucking genius <laughs> Because he's a fucking mentally deranged. You're, sp- <laughs> You're not supposed to watch Seinfeld and want to be like them. Uh, but yeah, like you walk in there and you're like, oh my God. It's got like a black and gold theme. And it's got some nice like accoutrement. Uh, nice stalls. Nice uh, hand washing station. What What do you think about those uh, like quick dry jet? air air jet things dog shit yeah give me a paper towel give me a paper towel or i might as well not wash my hands because most of them so they've proven that those things just spread germs yeah because they it blows the the shit off of your hands and straight onto the floor into a wet a moist wet environment that then aerosolizes that back into the air Mm -hmm. 
Uh, or they have those ones where you have to put your hands in it, like operation and pull them out slowly so that oh yeah they like, circulate like the car the car dryer when you pull your car through the drive through car wash <laughs> and it blows air with the idea being that the air is coming from the one direction you slowly drive through it all the water will mm-hmm. be pushed off never works never works uh, the and and you're like please don't touch the sides <laughs> uh, yeah just give me a paper towel I don't care if it kills a million trees not my problem. Because um, then you have to touch the door to get out. Yeah, that's the frustrating part. Yeah, not like like some places. Will, some places have like the foothold thing. Just make the bathroom door push out, out, <laughs> so that I can just put my elbow, my cloth elbow, against the door and push. Because uh-huh. I know, I I wash my hands right. You wash your hands, yeah. but I know. That we have to be in the minority because yeah. for two years they've been telling us to <laughs> wash our hands like we don't do that already. Yeah, or you could you could uh, push it open with the bottom of your foot, or that too. You know the shit the, the the probably the probably the dirtiest part of you, or your that that or your wiener. Nah, I keep mine pretty pristine. I, I rub mine in trash all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's. Public restrooms, no one likes to go into them. No. I don't think there's anybody on earth that's like, oh, I love going to the public bathroom. Hold on. I have heard. Hold on. Yeah. Pause the movie. I'm going to drive down to the quick trip and take a shit there. Actually, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard of, I've, I have heard of a, of someone that uh, would rather shit in a public restroom. So they don't then a private yes not just not just so they don't have to clean it but in case of emergency mm. see I wouldn't want to risk by the time I'm I'm headed to the bathroom we're at usually at Defcon four <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't want to be like oh I gotta take a shit hold yeah. on let me go get in the let me where are yeah. my keys where are my, okay, <laughs> where are my keys I'm gonna shit my pants where are my keys <laughs> You're like walking into the quick trip. Yeah. Like, ah, you get up to the roller grills. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah. Then you just turn around real slowly. <laughs> kind of sh- shuffle out. You grab some napkins out of the napkin yeah. rack. <laughs> just shuffle uh, back out to the car. Yeah. You lay the napkins in the car seat. You guys don't sound like uh, trash bags or anything, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the quick trip guy's there. He's like, ah, guy shit himself. Another one. Another one shit himself. <laughs> Another one shits the bus. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the whole design scheme of bathrooms in general. Yeah. They've, it's like I said, it's like people without buttholes design them because <laughs> there's, if you bought a house, right, and you walk into your, well, welcome to this new home. You know, you're being shown yeah, by a realtor. Yeah. And here we have the master bathroom. And instead of like a closing lockable door, it's a flimsy aluminum <laughs> thing yeah. with big gaps in between. Yeah. And you can fairly easily manipulate the locking mechanism by just pushing your thumb against the outside. Yeah. And the toilet's like too tall and and a weird shape and the weird cutouts. I never understood the yeah. cutout. Like, it's just so I can push the, the seat down while I'm pissing. <laughs> like uh, I'm dodging that. Yeah. I don't just put a regular toilet seat on this. Yeah. Uh, cause I, sp- I spray everywhere anyway, just for laughs. <laughs> I piss on the toilet roll just because, yeah. yeah. Uh, you would, Oh yeah. And you don't need to buy 
Charmin toilet paper. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Here's an 18 inch roll of half ply that if you start pulling on it, any other direction other than straight down will rip into tiny Uh pieces, but then the roll will continue to spin. So it's lost up. It's up inside of there and you can never get it started again. (laughs) And you'd be like, well, yeah, the house is lovely. I love the hardwood floors and the the marble countertops Uh in the kitchen, but we're going to absolutely have to renovate the bathroom. (laughs) And then that person goes to work and is like, all right, we're going to renovate the East wing. Uh, let's talk about the bathrooms. Like, uh, yeah, what if we, instead of having like an enclosed bathroom that one person could use at a time, we let 50 people use it at a time and nobody actually got any privacy and every fart rang out like you're in the uh, grand cathedral. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> we'll spend bottom dollar. We bottom we'll dollar. put stalls in that, that a person who's six feet tall can see over the top yeah. and a person who's five feet tall can see under the bottom. <laughs> Could you, that, does that ever happen to you? Yeah. There was there was a bathroom at my college where my full like neck and shoulders and neck were visible <laughs> when I stood yeah. up in this toilet. And wow. I, I'm like, what the? F- yeah. When was this built? <laughs> and then the bottom, I want to say the bottom was a solid 18 inches, so it was almost up to my knees. Wow. It's like it was the, the it was the small. It was like they took a, a panel that was supposed to go long ways. There's supposed to be two of them. Like, yeah. well, there's not two of them. Like, ah, yeah. we'll just turn it on the side. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Uh-huh. And and so I, you'd sit down and you'd be like, if I don't know, if someone could probably could see under this and me if i walked in the bathroom and wasn't paying attention i could just see over the door see over the door yeah i'd be like oh hey you shitting (laughs) yeah i'm (laughs) shitting can you can you turn around or something yeah no what the fuck homie i'm taking a shit (laughs) i never understood i never have that kid crawling under the stall yeah (laughs) yeah. i would that bathroom it was in i think it was in one of the science buildings i was like Obviously, no one important goes into this bathroom because if they did, if it, one time, it'd yeah. be like, that's got to get that's, fixed. Yeah. Like right now. Because <laughs> I also assume, I maybe I'm wrong, but I had to assume the woman's bathroom was the same yeah. way, uh-huh. the same level of cheapness. And granted, they're not a lot of six foot two women, but there are some like five foot ten women yeah. and they'd still be seen over the top of the fucking door. Uh, it was... I, I it's all it's all just like the lowest possible dollar and I just want to I want to take the manufacturers that make the one ply toilet paper that make the holders that make the walls mm-hmm. that do anybody any architect who's ever drawn one and I just want to Thanos snap and replace their home bathrooms with what they've, yeah. they've been giving us for all these yeah. generations and just so you see how it feels <laughs> You get this like big toggle handle to flush your toilet and it flushes it. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Rocket power in yeah. there. Not a nice like, you know, flowing of water, but like an explosion. Yeah, shotgun blast. Yeah. yeah. Of course, those never get never get clogged. I wouldn't sure, mind sure. one of those in my house. Yeah. <laughs> That's the least of the of a public bathroom's offenses. Yeah. That's a great issue, Tim. Thank you. Well, uh, here's what I don't get. Not following through. Uh, there, This is way too prevalent in our world. People say, oh, I'm going to do something, and then they don't do the rest of it. I've got, I showed you these text messages, and I post them actually in the Discord today, but it's, it's irritating the shit out of me. I've got this guy, right? Mm-hmm. 
So he comes to work. He comes to work for a different steward. The steward gives him a packet to fill out to be a new hire and then gives it to me. Hey, this guy's working now. I look at the new hire packet. He hasn't filled out the I-9. Now, for those people who don't do HR shit all the time, the I-9 is the do- is a document that you fill out that says you are authorized to work in the United States. Mm-hmm. Now, for most 99% of people, you put in your driver's license and your social security card. Driver's license proves you are who you say you are. Yeah. Social security card proves that you're legally to work in the United States. You can also use a passport. You can use Indian tribal documents. You can vote a registration card. There's a lot of different things that you can use to fill out the I-9. Uh-huh. You can use a fucking student ID. <laughs> you can go find your college student ID and go, yeah. there's a picture of me on this and a, and a number. Yeah. Z123-765-17431 put that on there and then your social security card you're good to go or your birth certificate or an indian tribal document or a papers of immigra- immigration or naturalization so it doesn't fill that part out so i have him on a call hey guy i need driver's license social security card or any any li- anything on this list of documents mm-hmm. he goes i'll bring that tonight of course he doesn't so then I message him. I'm like, hey, I need these documents. You can just send me a photo and I'll fill this out and then I'll submit it. So you can the get the easiest thing in the world. Not supposed to be at work without fucking having the, the document filled out, uh-huh. but he needs a new paperwork because he's worked for us before. So it's like, I know that you're, I know that you're legal to work. Yeah. And I know it'd be great if we could just not do this. The paper says, but I have to do it. Yeah. So. The last couple, the last little bit, he's been starting to harass me about how he hasn't been paid for all this work he's done. And Tim, based on the story that I just told you, why has he not been paid for the work that he's done? Because he hasn't filled out his I-9. Yeah. So I've been replying to him, you never gave me your your, uh, IDs for the I-9. Yeah. Every time. Every time I replied this, he's called me, called me, yeah, I didn't get your your IDs, your I-9, your driver's license, social security card, birth certificate, passport, Indian tribal documents, papers of naturalization or immigration, photo registration, student ID card, a work ID card that's a picture in your name. Like We could take a lot of different things. <laughs> uh, and he's like, oh, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll send those to you. And then, and then he calls me from a different number or texts me from a different number. And I just keep, I, so today he texts me about it. He texted me about it yesterday, and I just replied very tersely, because um, I'm really tired of being harangued about this shit. Yeah. He's like, I he, I never got any checks. I hear I'm here. I have a new address. Here's my address. If you could change that, and I said again, you never provided your IDs for the I nine. Uh, and then he texted me this afternoon. Knock knock. Fuck you. Yeah. When you send me the IDs, it's gonna take me three or four days to do the rest because fuck you at this point. Are you still Stuart down at the venue? No, I'm not Stuart. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, so I just, and the thing is, the last few times I just copy paste the the exact text. Yeah. I, so I just copy pasted three times. You never provided your IDs for the I-9. Three times I sent that back to him and no response. It's like he can send me messages, but nothing's getting back Apparently. at him. And I would love to just fill this out so that you can get paid, so you can stop calling me, so I can never fucking call you for anything ever yeah. again. Uh, but 
you can't follow through and just send me a fucking photograph of your driver's license and a goddamn social security card or a birth certificate or an Indian tribal document or immigration or naturalization papers or discharge papers from the military. Fucking something, dude. Just fucking send a fucking photo. You can send an email. You can send a picture. Mm -hmm. You can show up at the venue and bring them. You can fucking give them to somebody else. You can mail them. You can fax them. You can do any way you want to fucking send these things. But until you give them to me, I can't give you a fucking dollar. And at this point, I'm almost ready to go. Where, where are you right now? Where are you? How much money do you think you're owed? Here's $200 cash. Fuck off and die and never call me again. <laughs> you don't work for us anymore because you're too fucking stupid to do the next fucking step in the thing. Step one. Give me your IDs. Step two, get paid. Oh, I can't fucking figure this out. <laughs> oh, it just makes me want to fucking take him by the head and smash uh, fucking smash his head into the into a table. It's I don't understand people that do this, uh, and it's prevalent everywhere. People everywhere, will just yeah. <laughs> in all walks of life not follow through. Oh, um, I'm dealing with another thing with work where we've got crews that haven't been paid for a month of work because. They go, they work, they sign a sign-in sheet, I get sent the sign-in sheet, I build an invoice, I send it to the guy who they're working for, the guy who they're working for prints it out, signs off that it's good, and then sends it to an accounting department, the accounting department's like, hey, cool, I'll get to that whenever. Can you imagine that? What if our hands just kind of showed up whenever? Oh yeah, yeah we, need, we need a bunch of stagehands on this day. All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, we, they need some stagehands over there. What time? Oh, fucking whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Cruising at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, uh, I'm here. I, okay, uh, we finished work five hours ago. Eh, I'll take my four hour minimum and get out of your hair yeah. then. Uh, you know, I just show up whenever. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's not not your money being spent. That's. Can if, if your employees are not getting their paychecks a month out, would you be having some fucking problems? Yeah. <laughs> um, just you have one thing to do and you do it. When you say you're going to do something, then you do it. And I understand delays happen. Yeah. Things get messed up. People die and you have to run out of town and take care of something or... You, you get the, you know, sometimes, some days I get the sign-in sheet, right? They send it to me and I'm, I'm on, I'm working at, at a venue. I'm physically working at the time. Can't fill it out that day. So maybe it's the next day or the, or the day after, but I'm not waiting a month to fill these no. things out. I'm getting them to the person they're supposed to go to as soon as possible. Now I did, I did have one invoice that was almost a month late, but that invoice was for me and me only. For a hundred dollars, it's like really at the bottom of my list of priorities yeah, right? is an invoice for myself for a hundred dollars when I have all these other things to take care of for all these other people. I can live without a hundred dollars for another week. I people are selfish, man. Other people, that's the top. That's their priority. It is. It is because that's uh, more and more. I'm starting to see that this there's. This guy got up at one of our meetings and said, "Well, you know, when I think of when I think of our organization, I think of I think of we, not me, right? That's a pretty powerful statement. Yeah. And that's you want to you're thinking about the collective and what you can do to help as many people in the collective as possible and that means sometimes you have to sacrifice on your end to yeah. So I call him this weekend. Right, like, like when you need to when you need to cut someone, you're you've overbooked the call. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
you, you got to find someone to be like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Sorry, but, you don't get to work today. Yeah. Uh, and that guy being like, that's all right. Everyone else gets to work. Yeah. Or, or you know, sometimes it's like, we need we need someone to fill this. We need, I need someone... I need someone to work this call on this day. It's a 9.30 to 1.30. It's going to be a late, it's going to be a late night, but we need to do this so that we can keep getting more work. Cause if we, if they ask for four and we send them three, they're going to go three people. Why you couldn't provide 25% of the workforce I needed. Yeah. Um, that's going to look bad. So get this call. It's 9.30 at night, 9.30, 1.30 p.m. on Friday. Uh, I'm trying to find someone to be the head of that call. It pays well, and it's going to be short, and two of the hours are going to be at double time. So it's going to pay very well. You're going to work for four hours. You're going to get paid for six, and you're going to get paid at a higher rate than you would if if you're working anywhere else. Yeah. (laughs) And... I yeah, you've got an all day call the day before, and you've got an evening call the the next night, but you'll have plenty. You'll have mm-hmm. a, a break, a several hour break in between the day call and the and the nine thirty, and you'll have a you get a full night's sleep. Yeah. And he comes back at me saying, "Oh, I'm I I can't take that call because I'll be I'll be too tired. I'll be too tired, too tired to uh, so that we can keep getting work with this venue, so." I did what I had to do, which was take it myself and, and take care of it so that we could save face with the, uh, the employer and keep getting work. And then another call popped up. Hey, by the way, you know that call that you scheduled yourself to not have to work so that you could go do this thing with your friends and the people in town who are only going to be in town for one day. And also, you know, something you've wanted to do just out of the curiosity of what is Wanamaker Gun Show. Yeah. Ah, well, we need two more people at 5.30 a.m. that day to do a catering load-in. And can you find two people? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I can't find two people found one person. So there's another hole. What's that hole going to be bucking me again? Yep. So I worked nine 30 PM to one 30 AM, got home at two o'clock, went to bed immediately, got up just after four o'clock, got dressed, got back to work five 30 AM. And then I stood around doing fuck all for three hours because the trucks were late. Because I actually believe in we, not me. And yeah. I follow through on that commitment of, well, we can't have a call that 50% no shows. We can't have calls that are underfilled because then we will lose that contract. And if we lose that contract, then me doesn't get to work anymore. <laughs> Do you see how that me, not we thing uh-huh. goes? But by all means, please let me know about how everything you're pissed off about and how that's all my fault. <laughs> and you're not willing to sacrifice a few hours of sleep because you'll be too fucking tired. Nice follow through on that. Lots of great verbiage, lots of great rhetoric, but absolutely nothing on your end to commit you to actually making a difference and actually caring about what you what you care about. And I just, it really pisses me off because everyone's got an asshole and opinions like assholes, everyone's got one of them. It's, I keep getting harangued by people all around me. I got one guy, I get a lecture via text message. Uh, we still haven't been paid for this call for a month. And also these other calls should have been invoiced. And I just replied back. 
the head of our our company is positioned that 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 is open right now. Mm-hmm. You can go apply. Right, <laughs> they are looking for someone to take the job of being my boss. If you think I'm not good at it, then you fucking take the wheel. Good luck, because you don't even have to deal with how you. Oh, you haven't been paid for a month. You've got a full time fucking job, and your show call job is watching concerts for free. So why don't you get off my fucking nuts and stop second guessing what I'm doing? I'm doing what I'm trying. I yeah, it sucks. You haven't been paid for a month. I feel for you. I wish I could get that that done. But while I'm trying to get your paid from a month ago, I'm also trying to get work for you for the next fucking two weeks. So just fucking lay off for fucking ten minutes. But nah, people don't understand. Ah, ah, you just sit there. You just sit there at your computer. I just sit there and deal with the stress of you motherfuckers not showing up. Hey, uh, when do we have some gigs coming up? Got any work coming up? I really need work. I really need work. You know, I'm calling you on your personal cell phone that I got the number of from someone to let you know that I'm available for work. I really need it. Okay. You got it. Are you available on, on Wednesday? Can you work on Wednesday? No. Yes. <laughs> I can work on Wednesday. Great. I'm going to put in that Tim, the handle breaker. He's on Wednesday, 8 a.m. Great. 8 a.m. I'm standing there. Clipboard in my hand. Tim! Tim! Text message. Tim, where are you? And you know what Tim does in this hypothetical future where Tim's an uncaring, unfollowed-through asshole? (laughs) He says nothing. Not a fucking word to me. Not a, oh, sorry, I overslept, or my car broke down. Just nothing. But then in fucking two more weeks, Tim will be, hey, uh, Tab, uh, we got any work coming up? I I got my rent to pay. I really need the money. Well, you didn't really need the money last Wednesday when I fucking put your name on a list and you couldn't fucking show up for that. Got another guy. Every fucking call I've sent him, uh, I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Except for three. He's accepted three of my calls. And then I send a reminder. Hey, reminder. On tomorrow, Wednesday, 8 a.m., we gotta, we gotta work. Ah, uh, I'm running a fever. Can't do it. Ah, uh, couldn't get off my regular job. Ah, uh, I uh, really want to wait until after I get my booster shot because I'm at high risk. Uh-huh. The la- you really wanted to get a booster shot, even though last week you couldn't take my call because you're working at the fairgrounds during the fair? You're working during the fair? <laughs> Can't take my call because you're at high risk. You need your little booster shot, but you could go to the fucking fair? Fuck you. And, uh, hey, we got any gigs coming up? No, we do not have any gigs coming up because you cancel on me at the last day and just make me spend three hours trying to get your fucking slot filled. So instead of doing that, I'll do it a week ahead of time and just pretend you canceled already. Oh, asshole canceled. Guess I'll just skip him on the fucking list and move on to someone who will actually say yes and actually be there instead of constantly bothering me about all the ways that I haven't fucking fulfilled your needs. But when it comes time for you to do the one fucking thing you need to do, which is show up with your goddamn gloves and your goddamn crescent wrench and a fucking hard hat ready to work at 8 a.m., you can't fucking do that because that's apparently too fucking hard. Ah, let me just cruise in at 8.25. No big deal. No, it's a big fucking deal. Work starts at 8 a.m. It's not get here at 8 a.m. It's the I shout go to work and work starts at 8 a.m. You you literally shout shout go to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone puts down their coffee 
and goes to goes work. to work. <laughs> I I just I can't stand these people. They want to fucking bother me all day, all times of day and night. Oh, when when we have gigs when we have gigs coming up, I really need to work. When are we gonna, it's a fucking call list structure. I call in the order you're all, you are on the list. So I I wish I could just give you all the fucking work you need. I wish it was a full time job. I fucking give you my job at this point. <laughs> I wish I could do that for you. I do. I wish there was so much work that I could just any just fucking grab people off the street and make them into stagehands. But I have to go by these lists, and there has to be work available. And I'm not even setting all these calls. I'm only setting the half the, of them, the yeah, batch or, that I have. Yeah. So if these other people aren't calling you, I can't do anything about that. I can only give you the ones that I'm I'm in the in charge of. Yeah. And if you can't actually be there when you then don't bother me. Don't just leave me alone. If you're not going to show up on there are people, there are people that have harassed me about calls. And then when the time comes, they show up. Yep. And you know what happens? They get called again. Yeah. And again and again and again. Because I know that on a day like today where I have two no-shows and the guy says, uh, can we, is there any way we can get those filled? <sighs> I don't know. Let me send some messages. This morning, two people didn't show up today. Two mm-hmm. out of 20. And I sent out, let's see. Here we go. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I messaged 16 people. I managed to get three. No, I was I, that was the number I was going to guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, of those, one just didn't reply. Bunch of people not available. Got a plumber. I'm in Arkansas. Uh, some people got it late. I'm free tomorrow. If something comes up. Sixteen people. That said, that 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 one can't be bothered to answer. Evidently not someone I can go. Now, other people, not going to blame them for not being available. Yeah, One yeah. of them texted me back 6.15 that night. I texted at 8.15 in the morning. Talking about 10 hours later? Mm-hmm. Why even bother at that point? Then I've got, I've got another guy that just texts me randomly. What up? I have not once responded to these what up texts. And I know what he's doing. He, what he's doing is he just sends me a text so that his number is high in my text message list mm. because he thinks the list that I use is who your, I've texted yeah. recently. <laughs> that's not the list that I use. I use a database that's on my computer and I go down it and it's in order of fucking the, the way we've determined the referral list works. I, I don't care what's in my phone. Now, when I'm in a bind and I need to find two people yeah, with 10 minutes yeah. notice. I am scrolling through there and going like who works a lot. Those are the people that are, at the, I'm not going to scroll away to the bottom. I'm going to hit those top fucking people. And then those, the three people that showed up today, the next time I'm short hit, the next time I'm setting a call, I'm going to make sure that I get to them early enough that I can, if that means saying like, all right, I have two spots left. I'm going to text everyone from Tim to Truckin' and Tuckin' because I know 
Tim and Truck and Tuckum will say yes right away, and all those people in the middle, fuck them. Yeah. But I can do that. I can send a, I can send the exact same text message out to 100 people all at once, and then you two say yes, and everyone else, then five five more out of the 100 say yes, because fucking nobody says yeah. yes. It's like, oh, sorry, it's already filled. Let me put you on standby. But at least then I know, here's two people that will actually yeah. show up and fucking work for the day, because... They have some follow through, but nobody has any follow through. Fucking harangue me and harass me all day. Uh, where, when am I going to get paid? When am I going to get your fucking documents? <laughs> when, why haven't I been paid? Did you move? Y- yeah. Then why didn't you fill out the fucking address change forms that are on my desk with a big arrow that says address change forms and a big arrow? When your address changes, you fill out the address change form and you give it to me and say, here's my address change form because my address has changed uh-huh. and now you can send my check to my new address, which is different than the old one. And I'll go, cool. And I'll go put it in the system and then your new check will go to your yeah. new address because your address has been changed on the form. Has your address changed? Yes. Okay. Um... Is your card the seven of spades? <laughs> I've had several of those where they're, they're like, I didn't get paid. And then I asked, has your address got changed? Yes. Did you update it with us? No. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. You know that our stuff comes by mail. Uh-huh. Do you think <laughs> that it would just... They only forward first class mail. They don't forward it. We don't send it first class. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> oh. Just having to explain things to people. I need I really need work. Okay. Then you're on the call. All right. Hour late. Why even bother? Why even bother at that point? Hey, uh, I really need work. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna put you on this call. Okay, but I don't. I can't be a carpenter because uh, that's too much physical work, and I've got a bad knee or a bad arm or a bad elbow or a bad eyeball, and I can't really uh, do electrics either because there's a lot of lifting and the and the fine work. So if I could just be an audio and then get the show call, that would be great. Like, oh, you want audio in the show call? Here, here is the list of everyone you're supposed to call. Why don't you start setting the call and you can put yourself in any fucking department you want? Good luck. Yeah. Welcome to hell. That's, that's the other one I love. Uh, no, I couldn't do that one, but I could probably do like a loader call. I could do, be a truck loader real quick if you, if you need that. Uh, oh, so, sorry. I thought I offered you the call that I was offering you, not the this call that you created for yourself. Call, yeah. yeah, Yeah, absolutely. You can go be a loader that morning any fucking where you want. Good luck getting paid uh-huh. for it. And it's not like... It's not like these union gigs are seven fifty an hour. <laughs> no, that's the other thing. Yeah. We're talking we're talking the low end of the spectrum, sixteen bucks an hour. Yeah. Eighteen bucks an hour. And, and minimum pay minimum wage here in Oklahoma is seven twenty five. <laughs> minimum four hours. There's a fifteen minute break guaranteed in there somewhere, or you get an extra hour of work. Last time I worked retail in back in the room, I was this before, but back in uh, back in the break room, big old poster by the company. We are proud to pay more than 
blank states minimum wage with with a big old white box for for the <laughs> the name of your state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because God forbid they print fifty, they make fifty. Of sure, those. sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And it was like instead we pay blank, and it was like seven twenty five. Instead we pay seven fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how many workplaces have that big like OSHA poster on. Or the this NLRB poster about uh-huh. like state minimum wage and all these things. And if you go look at a lot of that, those details in there, there's lots of ways they can get away with just not paying you minimum yeah. wage. <laughs> and also, there are things that are supposed to be guaranteed in there, like getting a minimum of 30 minutes to eat off the clock, left yeah. the fuck alone. They, most retail jobs you don't get. No. You get that with us. If they yeah. if you if you get only 30 minutes to eat, they have to feed you. Yes. And and you get paid for that 30 yes, minutes. Yes, it's a paid 30 minutes. If they send you away for lunch for an hour, it has to be it has to be for a whole hour yeah. and when you come back, you're guaranteed to get paid for two more hours. Uh-huh. So if you work uh, four hours, they send you to lunch, you come back, you work 15 minutes, you're getting six hours of pay, buddy. Yeah. You're getting double time after midnight before 8 a.m. Yeah. You're getting overtime if you work more than 40 hours on a single contract. Yeah. Uh yeah. There are lots of differentials. If you go to a call, if you work for a thing that sells tickets, uh, that sells commercials or tickets for streaming, you get an extra five dollars an hour. Yeah. If you work in a skilled field as a department head or an operator of some, if you uh, there's if you work as a, an operator of a console or a spotlight or a camera, you get a higher differential on top of that. Like these, this is skilled labor wages if you go if if tab texts you and says hey i've got a call tomorrow morning it's from 8 30 a.m till 1 30 p.m and you go and you do 30 minutes of work you get paid for four hours of work yeah no i'm I'm talking 30 minutes of work if it takes that long you know if if it takes that long or if you're literally leaving at 9 a.m yeah you get paid for four hours the the five thirty a.m. call I did right, two hours at double time. Uh huh. Five thirty to seven because that that's the switchover. That's the switchover on that contract. Then seven thirty to to eight thirty was straight time, but I left at eight thirty. So then I got a fourth hour paid. So I essentially got three hours of double time, mm-hmm. and I did nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> I I got paid. Essentially, for that three hours of work, I got paid $59 an hour and change. Yeah. Uh, when I was doing that makeup event thing, mm-hmm. uh, the rehearsal day, mm-hmm. uh, we, I, I mean, I, I literally did two things the entire, from eight to five. I did two things. The makeup thing that Tim did, they didn't give him any breaks during the day. So yeah. those breaks just get added on to the end of the day, which ended up pushing his day it ended up paying on him a one, whole, on, on the long on the long on day. long day. It ended up paying him a whole extra hour, pushing him past midnight, to which was then because it's after midnight, double time, double time, and I was already in overtime and in overtime. <laughs> it's a really, it's a it it's not a great way to make money. No, it's, it's hard to make your living doing it. Sure, sure, uh, but. If you have a window of time and you're willing to do it, you can get paid a good amount of money to do something that's interesting and different. Uh-huh. And all you have to do is say yes or no. Yes. And then come do it. 
Because there, there, there are several people. There are people that I don't call anymore because they will just say yes and then not show up. <laughs> There's one, there was one guy that I that called me like 8.30 in the morning. Hey, uh, I'm still pretty buzzed. Is it all right if I come in? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll try and sober up. I'll be there for the loadout tonight. I said, all right. That sounds good. And I hung up the phone with him and I deleted his name from the loadout list and I replaced him. And then guess who didn't show up for the loadout? Shocker. Yeah. Guess whose name got deleted from my phone that day? There you go. Yeah. Because it had already been deleted from my phone. <laughs> I deleted it from my phone because... Uh, you knew. Well, no, because he had no-showed multiple times. That's what I meant. You knew. Yeah. You knew he wasn't... And then he harangued me about, oh, I need work. So I added his phone, his name back. Gave him another my, chance. Gave him another chance. And he fucked me again. Fucked me twice in the same day. I... I Ain't nobody got not, time for that. Not a lot of people get to do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my issue. No follow through. If you say you're going to do something, just do it. Write that great American novel. Fill the jar with your anime figures. <laughs> that's not what you're filling the jar with. <laughs> no, no. Fill the jar with your anime figures. The the with the anime figures describes the jar, not what's being filled. In, the jar is being filled. <laughs> gotcha. With. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... Cet épisode vous est présenté en partie par le réseau de nouvelles Rikita. Définitivement pas de fausses nouvelles. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes to us um, from the land of your favorite manufacturers of automobiles. That's right, it's Japan. Okay. Well, it should be, because um, apparently... Uh, Toyota is vehemently against electric vehicles. Amazing. Um, apparently, day just this is just days after refusing to sign a climate pledge aiming to phase out fossil fuel vehicles by 2040, Toyota has organized a team to promote the combustion engine in the electric age. Team Japan consists of Toyota, Subaru, Mazda, Kawasaki, and Yamaha, and the group will work together on the development of greener fueling options as well as hydrogen tech. Get on with it, Honda. Yeah. You fucks. Um, wow, that's cool. Yeah. The um, do, I, I bet I know why, too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the word is. There's this, there's this word that's uh, Toyota's design philosophy, and it's why they don't make a supercar anymore. But they had this design philosophy where everything had to be the most simple and efficient version of what it could be. Yeah. So when you take a car apart, like say an alternator, they would workshop it and try and make it better. And once they had really gotten it nailed down, then they moved to the next piece. And part of that approach is why all of their cars have the same engine so that the belts are all interchangeable. The alternators are all interchangeable. The water pumps are all uh -huh. interchangeable. The power steering pumps are all interchangeable. And it makes all the costs go down. Yeah. And because they're focusing on making these things perfect, they have that. There's a reason why people say Toyotas are reliable cars. Mm -hmm. It's because their shit fits together well. It's The parts have been really tested for time. And I know, I bet they are looking at electric vehicles and they're, they are seeing that this is not the simple and efficient. No. Th this is a whole pile of worms that yeah. looks real shiny and flashy right now, 
but we're about to see, we're about to start here in another few years, three or four more years. We're going to start to see uh, secondary market Teslas where this car that had 400 mile capacity can now really only do 270 because the batteries have been worn down mm-hmm. over time. And who is going to change these like electric engines? Oh, well, the original owner had a warranty, but you don't. So it's going to cost you the cost of a new engine, which is the cost of a new Tesla. And I think Toyota is probably seeing that on the horizon more and willing to admit it more than the people like GM who are just trying to chase those fucking federal uh, <laughs> yeah, guidelines. gimme dollars. Yeah. No, no, it's the dollars because they're getting federal money to, for this sure, GM sure. Ultimo, Ultima pl- platform. The, the skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's our next news story? Uh, our next news story comes to us from, uh, I believe, South Africa. Okay. Canaland. Land of the based and red pilled. Well, we'll see about that. Canaland apparently is a munis- municipality in South Africa, uh, from what I'm told. Uh, the Canaland Municipal Council on Tuesday reelected its mayor, a convicted rapist, <laughs> and the deputy mayor, a convicted fraudster. Amazing. Uh, Did they, are they from Washington, D.C.? I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, they elected uh, Jeffrey Donson, who was convicted of statutory I rape. I you were about to say Jeffrey Donson. Yeah. <laughs> he was convicted of statutory rape and indecent assault while he was the mayor in 2008. Mayor going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was This was in 2004 when he raped a 15-year-old. Oh. Um, uh, he... Which he he appealed he appealed the decision, and when it wasn't overturned, uh, he got he paid off a judge to uh, suspend his term of imprisonment, and uh, hmm. relegated it to a fine and a quote rehabilitation program. They um, they they changed a rape to a fine. Yeah. Who got the fine? I would assume the government. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yep. Yeah, uh, we're sorry this guy raped you, but um, he gave us a thousand dollars, so no yeah. harm, no foul. Uh, and then the guy that was just elected deputy mayor um, was convicted of fraud and obstruction of justice. For the fraud conviction, he was sentenced to eighteen months imprisonment or a large fine. And for the obstruction of justice conviction, he was suspended uh, for four years with thirty-six months of house arrest. Um, yeah, thirty-six months of house arrest. Um, I was yeah, his, so was his he's, he's fraud right. in doing something in the courts so the mayor wouldn't get convicted of rape? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it sounds like uh, the government over there, the local government over there is in... Slightly less corrupt than ours? Yes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, well, our next news story comes to us uh, from the internet. It's a... Uh, it's this is the latest Karen to go viral. Uh, it's a video that was posted on TikTok from inside of a Dunkin' Donuts. Were they uh, singing Dunkachino? No. Uh, it's a woman who who is wearing a rainbow tie dye fanny pack, um, yelling, "I need more!" Uh, the cashier says, "I can give you more, ma'am." And then Karen says, 50, 5, 0. 
That's what a dozen is, not 12. Oh, my God. Is she fat, too? She's fat. That's why she's got a fanny pack. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if I can... Uh... She wants 50 donuts. She No, she doesn't want 50 donuts. She thinks a dozen means 50. Oh, wow. This is a, a grown woman. This, this is, is a not grown, like an eight-year-old. This is a grown-ass woman. Oh, that reminds me. I have a... I have about a dozen cookies in my motorcycle side saddlebag. You do, don't you? Yeah. Um, I think this is the video here. Oh, yeah, she's fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of that news story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No, she needs more because she wants a dozen donuts because she weighs 300 pounds. How am I supposed to feed three kids and my husband with, with only 12 with donuts? Only 12 donuts, yeah. We need 20, 20 donuts each, at least. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's our next news story. Uh, well, our last news story uh, comes to us from Minneapolis. You know, we all love our, we, we love our Minneapolis. Yeah. Here. We love the fresh air, taking the breathing in, uh -huh. breathing out, taking fentanyl and trying to pass off fake $10 bills to buy bananas. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, the corrupt government, the corrupt TSA over at uh, Minneapolis St. Paul International um, is wrongly charging a, uh, a fellow freedom fighter. Uh, I would read the rest of this news story if there wasn't a fucking pop-up in the in my screen. Um, the corrupt TSA is charging a fellow freedom fighter. Um, uh, this is... Let's see. What's, what's the guy's name? I thought it said his name. Anyways, um, it was a 44-year-old Minneapolis man uh, who was... Charged with threatening TSA workers at Minneapolis St. Paul International, mm -hmm. he swung a stanchion line post before throwing it at agents, then taking his clothes off and furiously <laughs> masturbating. Okay, did he uh, do that Coney twenty twelve thing? Uh huh. Uh, he allegedly told TSA employees that he was going to quote kill them. Uh, Good. He said, uh, "Listen, there's surveillance video that shows him punching and headbutting TV screens." And and then doing, of course, uh, the, masturbation. the masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Everybody's doing a brand new dance, dance now. <laughs> Come on, baby, do the masturbation. I know you gotta spank it, but you're wearing <laughs> pants now. Come on, baby, do the masturbation. Your mama doesn't like it. And <laughs> <laughs> She says it'll make you Asian. <laughs> she says it'll make you Japanese. But maybe you can get one from your longtime squeeze. <laughs> so come on, come on and do the masturbation with me. Come, come on, on and jerk your dick now. <laughs> <laughs> jerk up, jerk back. 
We got to fill those satin pants. Yeah. <laughs> I am writing this as I go. <laughs> Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Come uh, on, baby. Do the mess. Yeah. Thank you. Written by Grand right. Funk Railroad and me. <laughs> thank you. I wrote that. <laughs> Music and lyrics by Ted Burke. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, hopefully a video of that thing comes out soon and we'll be able to see it. Why would you want to see that? <laughs> it sounds funny. <laughs> That's why. No, I, I want to superimpose your face <laughs> and then leak it as if as if it this was you. Real, yeah. yeah. Uh, someone transposed that that uh, locomotion parody. I'm gonna need that for later. Well, this has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. A lot takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim, but you know what it doesn't take care of? What? My legal bills for my public masturbation and indecent exposure for TSA. And if you want to help with that, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier where we do our random, our weekly... Wait. Do our monthly mini-sodes and get our weekly episodes a little bit early. We have our $2 tier where we do random bits and bob. We have a before and after on No Time to Die, the latest James Bond movie coming out. We have our $5 tier where we do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. And we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. We sit down and watch and record a feature link commentary. Uh, this month, I'm going to post the voting. We've got a few, I think five or six suggestions. Uh, but I don't have them in front of me, and my brave crashed, so I don't have that page open. I don't want to navigate to it. Then we have our $50 tier where you get a say in the show. You can ban a discorder. You can ban a voicemailer. You can limit someone's time on the voicemail. You can ask for uh, guest hosts, special bonus episodes, special movie commentaries, and we will do our best to fulfill them. And uh, we appreciate all of our patrons, big and small, because you help make the show possible. But uh, why don't we get back into some issues. Tim, what is your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Rocket science. I don't get it. Do you? <laughs> no. No? I don't know how to get them up there. <laughs> well, if... They make uh, a big dick. Yeah. Somehow put it in space. Yeah. Well, you don't get rocket science, and I don't get rocket science, yet somehow we are able to go to work <laughs> and... Uh, you know, do do what they ask us to. Yeah, this is not too far related from your last uh, from your last issue. Yeah, um, but it's more about the people that show up to work. Because, uh, yay, they showed up. <laughs> but uh, boy, howdy, I had to witness today. Uh, so we're set up for this event, and uh, we've got all these uh, trusses on the ground. The trusses are these big metal. Um, bar things with what you hang lights and speakers and stuff off of. Yeah, right. And these guys, because it's, it's a this is a this is a big grand ceremony. We've got these uh, skirts that we um, tie up on them, so it hides these garish, hides the trust. Yeah. these garish plain metal bars. Um, and we've got big old curtains, and I had to witness six guys, six grown ass men try to figure out which way to tie this curtain onto the truss. A curtain, which uh, has two sides. One is a fancy looking side that the audience is supposed to look at. Mm -hmm. The other side is a little rougher. Um, and this, this, this special curtain 
has a special uh, date, like a data. It's a fiber optic cable in the bottom of it. Yes. So we know which way the audience is supposed to, to, we know which side the audience looks at. So we know which side uh, to hang up. And we know which side's the bottom because that's the one with the big ass fat cable in it. And I had to watch six grown ass men argue about which way to hang this thing. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't standing there for that. <laughs> that was gonna be embarrassing. I had to. I had to cut them off. I went, guys. We know which way faces out. We know what the bottom is. Do the math. <laughs> I love. I love when stuff like that happens. Because <laughs> we're. We were folding, um, I was working on an event and we're folding legs. Uh-huh. And most of the time when you fold legs, you fold them bottom to top yeah. a bunch of times so that you can pull them out, tie them to the pipe and then fly it up and it'll, they'll, they'll just collapse they'll out. collapse out, yeah. Uh, but this group didn't want them folded that way. They wanted them folded different. They wanted them folded side to side and then rolled. Okay. Because that's the way they store them. Sure. And... Um, Someone was losing their mind. That they're like, that's not the way you're supposed to do them. Like, it doesn't matter if it's the way there's you. That's the way they asked us to do. Them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you just do what you're asked. Yes. You don't need to get into an argument about it or or, or workshop a bunch of stuff. It's not our stuff. No. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's maybe that's part of it. Is that like you know there's so many different venues, and all the venues have like their stuff a different way. Mm -hmm. And then there's, you know, it's not even just the venues. It's the, there's the different companies that come in to do the different shows or the shows. They, well, they like, you know, this show likes to do it this way. Or, um, I love, I love watching that though. When people make things way more complicated, way more complicated than, than it needs to be. Oh, so great. Uh, like, like you watch, like you'll watch people, um, move road cases and be like, Oh, here's the cables. We got to go over. And then, Oh, here's cables. We got to go over. And I'm like, if you would have gone around the left side, there are no cables. There's no there. cables. Yeah. What I love is like, <laughs> uh, we need to put this truss on this truss cart. So let's carry it over there to that truss cart. Yeah. Put it on now there. how about we move? Why don't we move the, the truss, truss cart, cart over to <laughs> these pieces of truss and just kind of zigzag through here and scoop them all up as we head towards the door and put them on the truck. Yeah. No, nah, that'll never work. Never work. <laughs> <laughs> that happens at one of the venues. One of the venues I work at, we very often will build a stage. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll build the stage way out where the audience sits. Yeah. And we'll hang all the lighting and speakers and all the truss and motors and video wall and get all that stuff hung. And then we'll fly it up in the air. Yeah. And we'll push the stage underneath the, the stuff. Mm -hmm. And we'll, then we'll set that stuff to the height that we want it for the stage and and we, we do the show. Now, some of the shows are smart. And when the show ends, they clear everything out from in front of the stage and all the chairs. Mm -hmm. And then we push the stage back to where it was at the beginning of the night. Yeah. And then lower everything to working. And, and unbuild everything over there and take the stuff off the stage that's on the stage and set it on the ground. And then everything else hits the, the ground and rolls out. But some shows are not smart, and they will have us load out from the stage from the stage at six feet. So absolutely every like normally, yeah, the drum riser you got to you got to forklift that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
some, some any platforming or or stands that stuff's got to come down even if you move the stage over to the other side sure. but you can have a crew undoing the stage with that fork while all this video wall comes in and just lands directly in its cart mm-hmm. and wheels away the lighting comes in and we put the wheels back on it and it trusses and rolls away and then the motors come in and they get put in their little boxes and put away and they roll away as but if you leave the stage in place all that backline has to come off with the fork Video carts have to come up with the fork. Speakers have to come up with the fork. Trust so has to come up with the fork. Work. And so everything bottles down to a single point where the, it, it, we can only work as fast as yeah. this fork can get things off. So you just got deck. people waiting around doing nothing while they could be. Yeah, making a lot of money an hour. Yeah. It's like, why? And the one that really blows my mind is when I will be like, hey, we need to. There was one show a couple weeks ago where I said, hey, when you, you know, if we move the stage out, it'll be, this will be a lot faster. And the guy's like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So um, me and my number, my number one, my Will Riker and I are going through and we're, the stage has these handles. When the handle's up, the stage is sitting on its feet. Yeah. When the handle's down, the stage is sitting on its wheels. So we're going and we're pushing all the handles down, getting it up on its wheels mm-hmm. so that, you know, as soon as as soon as the front of the deck is clear. And then this one guy's like, hey, no, fork guy, don't drive away. No, I, I need you to take these platforms off like right now. Like, why do these platforms have to come off right now? Why can't they wait two minutes until the fucking stage is over there and then take them down over there and push them out? I don't know. I mean, we got we to gotta, just got to we got to do this. Just got to do. And it gets in this this argument with his, his boss and. Was finally just, just fuck. All right, just fuck. Fork him off the fucking stage. Are you happy now? Now can we push this fucking thing and push it out of the way? Just like what a. Why are you creating <laughs> this bottleneck for us? Because now we have to wait on your fucking one thing so that the whole rest of the night can happen. Because he's in a rush to get his shit done so that yep. he can get out of there. It's yeah. Two minutes, man. Two minutes is what it'll take to push this stage, and then the he will fork everything off. Just and it'll just come down. Well, that was the other problem is he wants to I don't to fork this this set card off and then set it down and then leave it there. It's like, well, that's in the way of the fucking stage. He'll set it down. It can it can sit there for an hour. It can sit there for 10 hours. Who gives a fuck at that point? <laughs> and then it can be pushed into its truck and you can get the fuck out of my venue. Yeah. But they don't people don't a lot of people, what I've noticed, a lot of people don't get get caught up in the small picture. The minutia. Don't see yeah. the big picture, and I, I think that is one of my skills. Is that I, I have like a telephoto zoom, and that I can do the detail work. I can see here's the little thing, but I can also pull back and go, uh, this detail, this detail is like third tier. This detail is first tier, and see all that and organize it, but very quickly. And it's really frustrating. Yeah. It's really frustrating to be with those guys that want to turn a simple task into a very unsimple mm. task. Yeah, man, it's uh And then the the the, then the people that think they're rocket scientists. Yeah. The uh, you know, like we're tying this thing up, we're tying this thing up here and we're like, you know, someone who hadn't been tying things before in the day was like, "So, uh are we just doing a regular?" And he's like, "No, guy wants a specific kind of knot." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, but but this other kind of knot is better." <laughs> It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not your shit. Yeah. It's it's that guy's shit, and he wants it done this way. I yeah. don't understand. There are a lot of stagehands that do that. It's like, it's not our business to make their, yeah. their work better. It's our business to do it the way they ask you to. Yeah. I mean, 
occasionally you can have some sort of input and be like, Hey, you know, if you route this this way, you're going to, it's going to make your life a whole lot easier. Yeah. And then, and, and then they'll be like, yeah, but that's going to, con- wait, no, no, you're right. You are right. Thank you, get, you so you, much. You get one of those. Yeah. You get one of those. Yeah. That's really, that's really it. Because a lot of times you are right. Yeah. You're the way you, you suggest to do it is the better is way, the better way, but you're just going to create an argument that you won't win. Yep. And that'll end up doubling the amount of time you have to do something in. And that's the other thing is, and we all know that there's something we do that is not the optimal way. Yes. But you've done it that way for so long and it works for you that you don't care. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the stage push. I suggest it to everyone. Yep. I'm like, Hey, you know, this will go a lot faster. And then they'll give me the reasons. Oh, well, if we do that, it's like, all right, All right, we'll do it the slow, stupid way. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we've done that a hundred times yep. too. We'll. Uh, I mean, you're the one that's you're the you're the one that's gonna be paying us the extra hour. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I already charged you for the extra hour. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying to get uh, you know that hour to be a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> instead of being thrown away. Instead of instead of actually having to work it, you know. Yeah, people do that. People do that with cars. They try and over overcomplicate things with mm. uh, my my mom well, with her car. She tries to like game the system when she did the. I don't know if I talked about her car exploding, but she had the timing belt replaced by a less than reputable mechanic instead uh-huh. of going to her normal mechanic who does good work and does careful work mm-hmm. and knows what he's doing. She went to a mobile mechanic that she found on Facebook marketplace, mm-hmm. I assume. And the guy arrives, they agree to a price to do all of these work things. Uh, and the guy arrives and he's, he's like, Oh, um, I need the price of everything in cash right now so that I can go buy parts. And for me, my immediate thing is like, oh, you know what? Never mind. Goodbye. Because the, That's, we, <laughs> we agreed to a price yeah. via Cash App, not the pri- uh, the price after work being completed via Cash App. And now you want cash money for work. Bef- just for you to me to hand you the money and you to just fuck off and we'll- That's, an, a, that's a humongous red flag. Yeah. So she ends up giving him giving him a portion of the pay in for cash apps for him to go buy parts. He goes and buys parts and comes back. Well, uh, he takes forever to do the job. The job gets done. It doesn't. He doesn't complete all the things he said he would. He's like, oh, I this thing one thing I couldn't figure out. And like that's why you were hired. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of days later, car starts making a funny sound. Turns out the guy snapped a bolt, and thinking that he could game the system put a bolt that is now shorter than the spec bolt back into the hole, which caused the tensioner to break off, snapping a piece of the cast engine, destroying the the timing of the engine, destroying the engine and basically ruining the car. Yeah. All because of a bolt. It's not rocket science. No, it's not. If a bolt breaks, you fuck something up and you need to buy a new, like, you need to take the remnant of the bolt out and you need to buy a new one. But that would have probably taken you several more hours and more time. And it's not something the customer paid for mm-hmm. because you fucked up. Ah, sorry about you. You know, 
Uh, but uh, I can game this system. I, I can I can figure my way, jigger my way out of this this predicament that I've put myself yeah, in. Instead yeah. of just going, this is what it is. Got to fix it. And that's as like you said, not rockets. It's not rocket science. It's not just rocket get, science. Just get it done. Yeah. And shut up. Stop complaining. Mm. Yeah, people make everything. It's, it's like the hunting for deals. Yeah, yeah. The people are like, oh yeah, yeah. I got this. Uh, I got this great deal. I got fifteen percent off on this. Like, yeah, but you shopped. You shopped for it for three weeks, <laughs> and you ended up just going with the Amazon listing anyway. But I did all my research. Like, yeah, but you could have just. You could have just bought it. You would have had it three weeks ago. Yeah. The I'm even guilty of that doing trying to trying to get sure, you know, sure. scrape the deal and then getting fucked like those those side view mirrors I bought for the motorcycle and turns out they were made a shitty pots deal mm-hmm. should just bought the Honda original parts yep. fucked that one up did I learn my lesson probably not because <laughs> like you said we all do we all do stuff that's inefficient yeah, yeah. trying to minimize that that makes us like humans and not mm-hmm. apes like like the when they're doing the sticks to eat the termites you know they jam the stick yeah, in jam there. the stick in there yeah it's like oh the monkeys are using rudimentary tools that proves that they're smart like humans no, no they really just doesn't. really like termites they just really like termites. and that's a really easy way to get a lot of them at once and they're too stupid to break open the branch <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Anyway, that's a good issue, Tim. Thank you. Here's what I don't get. Talking at the theater, my sister had her backstage debut last weekend, last last Friday. Uh, this play that she was the assistant stage manager for, completely unprompted, she shows up one day at home and goes, "I I I uh, interviewed to be assistant stage manager of my." And you broke down my, in tears. My, I didn't break down in tears <laughs> for my play, and I was like, well, "That's." pretty cool because i've never obviously she knows what i do yeah, yeah. for a weekend but um never like pushed yeah i've never pushed yeah. it on her so anyway she she does her assistant stage manager thing and we go to her show and the show was just fucking terrible oh god it was bad <laughs> It was this amalgam of pop culture and Disney princesses, and it was just, and it's being acted by high school freshmen, mm-hmm. and it is just the worst. It was from from the very beginning, because it opens up and they're playing music, and then the narrator starts to talk, and I can't hear a fucking word he's saying, <laughs> and I'm... I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. But it got worse because the show was predicated on you understanding a lot of pop culture references, uh-huh. but not like niche pop culture references, like obvious pop culture references. Yeah. For instance, if I had a character who's wearing a greenish dress uh-huh. and had a long blonde braid yeah. and was called the Snow Queen, uh-huh. what character do you think that that would be uh i'm gonna go with the frozen lady that is correct yeah the people behind me seem to have woken up from their comas that they went into in 1931 yeah except for one of them 
because that person kept explaining what all the pulp pop culture references were to the people with them. And not like, she's supposed, hey, Tim, she's supposed to be Elsa. I know you don't know that because you're not like a oh, huge faggot. Okay, thanks for telling me. Yeah. All right. Or, or you know, if you would ask, like, yeah. hey, hey, who is she supposed to be? She's supposed to be Elsa from Frozen. Okay, got it. No, it was, it was like this. I mean, it was almost my podcast uh, projection voice. Wow. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably it's probably a couple of steps back from that. It's yeah. probably a normal person speaking voice, which yeah. is quieter than mine. But it was, they're right behind my fucking head. The whole show being like, who is that, who is that supposed to be? It's supposed to be Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. Who? Smeagol, do you remember the like uh, naked guy with the loincloth that hang around with Frodo and Sam? The were those the 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 dwarves? Yeah, the hobbits, the one that had the ring, and Smeagol had the ring. It's like, will you stop explaining the fucking sto story of Lord of the Rings so that I can watch this terrible, terrible play? Shut the fuck up! But I didn't want to. Do, I didn't want to do yeah, that because I was at a high school production of a show, <laughs> <laughs> and one of my employees was working the the, sh the show from backstage, yeah, which was yeah. funny. Uh, I, I just wanted to punch those people in the head. And it was, it was all night, all night. They, and I, I looked at them a few times and then they would whisper for the next two stupid pop culture questions. At one point, um, Ariel, the mermaid yeah. comes out. They just call her the little mermaid because the little mermaid is a non, it's a Hans Christian Anderson, yes. uh, public domain name. Yeah. Ariel is not little mermaid comes out and she sings a, a parody of, um, the song she sings in the little mermaid part of your world. Uh huh. Right. So she starts singing, but instead of singing about how she's going to be part of your world, she's singing about how she's going to destroy her rivals. Uh huh. And the people behind person behind me goes, those aren't the real words. To the song. No fucking kidding. <laughs> they're not the real words. to The song. It's called a parody. You moron. I, and well, I, and I'm looking at this and they're they're coming out. It's very obvious who these characters are yeah, supposed to be. Yeah. They come out, they they picked the play is written with these characters in mind, and they just come out and they look like they're Hey, hey, who's that guy in the in the red underwear and the cape? Yeah. It was basically <laughs> that that basic, and these people are taught are confused by the you should have gotten by the name of the play and in the little uh, introduction at the beginning what the theme of the the play is going to be. Okay. Anyway, uh, work email. I... I get it. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you watch a movie and I, we talk during movies, yeah, right? Gross. But we whisper. It's usually it's usually really quiet under my breath. Uh -huh. Jokes to Tim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when we're in a, when we're in a movie theater, when yes. we're at home watching TV, oh, oh, we like when we're there at movie night, we do not stop fucking uh -huh. talking during these yeah. during the movies. Yeah. But it, it's just it's just us. Yeah. And that is the experience. The yes. experience is the jokes while watching uh -huh. the movie. Yeah. At the theater, we don't we don't do that. And I understand sometimes maybe you like can't quite understand Bane's accent. Yeah. And and you think that's plot relevant, and you're like, what what was what did he say? Did he say did he say 
Naker? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You've misheard. He said Nagger. Oh, oh, okay, that makes more sense. All right, cool. Or, or it's like, hey, I, uh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Let me slide past you. Yeah, no, no problem, no problem. These fucking people, the whole show, like a fucking running commentary on the back of my head. It's, it's. There's a scene in Scary Movie, the mm-hmm. first one, where uh, it's in a movie theater, and uh, the black girl won't stop talking at the movie. Yes, and. All the people around her are telling her to shut up. So her boyfriend goes to the bathroom and the scary movie version of Ghostface comes in and yeah. sits next to her. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh shit, she's gonna get killed. But then like she uh she starts yelling at the screen again, and the the regular dude behind her Kills comes her. up and stabs her, <laughs> and then everyone in the theater just comes up and like makes a line and starts like stabbing her and shooting her and killing yeah. her and stuff. Like, yeah, that's what you want to do. I, I have yelled at people in movie theaters before. I don't know what restrained me. It's probably just the fact that they were kids and I was mm-hmm. going to really unleash. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I would have probably said the N word. I <sighs> I heard, I think it was when I, it was either No Time to Die or Shang-Chi, whatever the last, what, one of those two, I went to go to the movies and I heard an actual ringtone go off in the middle of the movie. <sighs> I I can kind of understand that and you think your phone is silent. I But the first time someone looks at you, you got to go just, I, I would, what I wish I had is I wish I'd had like some pads and pens and just been like, write down your dumb ass questions and see if the plot of the play answers them for you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I wanted to be like that scene in, uh, the whitest kids, you know, yeah. The <laughs> oh, I can't watch this. I can't watch this. Oh, look behind you. H- Hamlet, Hamlet. Look behind you! <laughs> hey, hey, Hamlet! I can't watch this. Hey, Acti, rewind the play five minutes. I, can't, <laughs> I couldn't hear what you said. Is that fat piece of shit down there was talking? <laughs> One of the best sketches from Wise Kids, you know. You fat piece of shit! You going string bean? <laughs> He's breaking my butt. Don't break my butt. It. I don't. You go to. Uh, and I laugh, I, you know, I, I realize this, there's a certain amount of irony to this because I'm not a good playgoer. I laugh inappropriately. Yeah. I, uh, I, one time I was in a play, I went and saw a play, right? And we go from a night scene in this doctor's office and he turns on the lights and typically you'd ramp that over two seconds or you kind of, that way it's kind of a fade, but they went zero to full on like the whole lighting rig. Oh, in with no fade time. Oh, no, the way a light switch works, uh-huh. but a light switch is one light in a room. Yes, you go from zero lux to a thousand lux. Yes, this was like a good twenty-two lighting fixtures, and it was startling, and. I I know that that's not right. Yeah, <laughs> and I was in the play, and they turn, and I go, "What the fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> really loud, really, really loud. <laughs> uh, like, that's funny. This is one of those uncontrollable things. Yeah, they, the same yeah. way. The same way if someone had walked up and just shined a flashlight in my eyes, I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck!" <laughs> 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 
Because <laughs> that's what it felt like to me. Yeah, and yeah. it felt even more insulting because I know the way the lighting is supposed to work. Yeah. Uh, I went and saw this play. I went and saw this play at the University of Tulsa. And they were doing um, Spring Awakening, which is like this is pop musical thing. Yeah. And it's set during like 1920s Germany, Weimar Republic or whatever. And it's about these kids coming of age. and But it's also got you know, punk rock. So anyway, there's a scene where the male lead and the female lead, they're like, they're supposed to be kind of like preteens, but these are college students playing them. They're also kind of fat. (laughs) (laughs) Both of them. Oh. And they like go out to the trees and she wants to be uh, whipped by him. (laughs) And so he starts whipping her and it goes to this like, so we call him a tableau where the front light all goes out and they are silhouetted by backlighting and the psych and so we're just looking at this silhouette of him whipping her, but they're not good actors. Uh-huh. So it was awkward up to that point. Yeah. And then the whipping happens and I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I started laughing. <laughs> uh, and the woman in front of me, look, if looks could kill, yeah. I would have been a dead man because <laughs> she was, was furious. I'm sure she was related to one yep, of them or something, yep, yep. but I was, cr- and it's supposed to be this, and I think it's the moment that precedes intermission. It's supposed oh, wow. to be this like very dark, oh, things are much more complicated uh-huh. than they seemed at first moment of ooh, they've lost their innocence. And here is this jackass sitting <laughs> in the back of the theater going just cracking up oh, like man. he just like he's watching a neil simon play yeah if neil simon pe- plays we're, were funny, we're funny yeah. <laughs> i also spent that whole show flicking gum wrappers at the sound guy because <laughs> i was sitting behind the sound uh, guy's position and i just I'd, he put a piece of gum in my mouth and i just flick a gum wrapper the back of his head he kept looking back at me <laughs> like what do you fucking want you do your job what's the matter with you <laughs> but i was i was there because we were load i was helping load out the show yeah and so I just wanted something to do for two hours. <laughs> uh, but so I realized there's an irony when I complain about people behind me talking in the theater, but it is, it is, God, it's, I can't help that I, that you're a bad actor. And I, think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. I can't help that when I see a scenic malfunction, it's funny to me. Yeah. What do you, what do you want me to do with that? Your scenery broke. That's funny. <laughs> I I know it's funny because the shit's happened to me. Yeah. And the only thing I could do when it happens to me is just laugh. Yes. The lights come up and one of them's fucking broken and it's in the wrong gobo wheel. Oh, and no. so this moment that's supposed to be a, da- a, a crystal clear downlight on a person yeah. is now like a weird shadowy blob. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> this looks fucking terrible. Yeah. This isn't even close to what it's supposed to be. Someone put oh, the Christmas well. tree gobo in there. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, those, those piece of shit studio spots. I don't know. I don't know why I thought I could make the, I, Oh, tab. You're the one that can make the studio spots work. <laughs> Nobody's ever made the studio spots work, but we need an extra moving light. So why don't you throw those fucking studio spots in there? You fucking legend. And look what you got. You got a shitty looking dance piece. <laughs> what are you going to do? You just laugh. Yeah. Like, ah, I fucked it up. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, these people got to be, it's got to be explained. Can, can you imagine a time where, 
you would be that proud of being stupid? Because that's what you're doing when you have to talk during during a show to mm-hmm. understand what's happening. It's because you're dumb. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like that's the kid. That's the kid when you were in elementary school who couldn't read at the same level mm-hmm. everyone else was. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, uh, teacher, I got a question." When they say Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, what exactly is a lion and a witch? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, You know what? We're going to transfer you to a different reading class. Like if you were in a, if you were in a meeting for your, your work, you're in a meeting, your boss is up there like explaining your new quarter three goals and profits and, and strategies. And you're back there and you're like, um, why does he want us to sell stuff? <laughs> uh, we're a paper company. We sell paper to clients. Like, what do you do all day? You know, I mostly browse Facebook. I don't, I don't really know. Hmm. Like that would be embarrassing. You wouldn't yeah. say anything, <laughs> but suddenly you're at a play or a movie and you're just like, what did he say? What is it? Why is he dressed funny? Well, he's supposed to be Elton John. This is a biopic about Elton John. That's why we came to see it. Any of that? Any of this ringing a bell? Oh, I know Crocodile Rock. I didn't realize I was by a fag. <laughs> like, why is he dressed so weird? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. But especially with like with this play with the pop culture stuff. Yeah. There's still a story going on and that doesn't hinge on your knowledge of pop culture. Yeah. She's a a lady in a pink dress with blonde hair. She's a princess. They, call, they call this. She's. They said she's a princess. princess. She's a princess. She's a princess. You know, all the information's there in the play. Yeah. The pop culture stuff is supposed to be the dressing that makes it a little more yeah. clever. Just watch and enjoy. It's like the people, it's they're the it's the public equivalent of the people that write IMDB movie trivia. Yeah. Where they're like, uh, in the movie Fanboys, when the van hits the sign, the sign gets turned into a Darth Vader mask. No fucking kidding. No fucking really. <laughs> Seth Rogen plays a Trekkie and the the Star Wars loving pimp. Amazing. No, that those that's what they're doing. They're yeah. they're like I I need to communicate that I under I I know that that's supposed to be Snow White, even though it's not Snow White. Crazy. Or um, in Marvel's Blade. Blade was born in 1967. In, in actuality, Wesley Snipes was born in 1962. That was a good one. Like, oh, I'm sorry. They bypassed the uh, Hollywood law where you have to be the exact same age as your character. There were some great There were some great pieces of trivia in the Blade one that were completely irrelevant to yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, was it Blade? It was something else where it was like, a person that was in this movie also acted with two other people, but in two different movies. I was think that was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> There's people drawing connections where there aren't connections yeah. anywhere. It's like people who have to get up and get in and explain memes to you. You know, I typed N, so now Tim is going to come in here and type I. Yeah. So, but then Truckatuggan's going to he's going to type G. Fred's going to also type G. Then, you know, who knows what'll happen after that. Yeah. But you know, we were supposed to tag like, yeah, we uh, I I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I think it's because 
like all media is so dumbed down to have to yeah like really explain it to you like i think in no time to die the kid obviously james bond's kid and yes. she's like it's not james bond's kid and then later in the movie we've already kind of figured it out yeah. and she still goes it is your kid no fucking yeah. way <laughs> i couldn't believe that oh my god i'm shocked shocked beyond belief he, I'm so shocked that I didn't predict it when she got on the plane and put her hand against her stomach. This is a shot when she's getting on and she's like, oh no. She looks down like, this bitch is pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's how soon I knew that yeah. James Bond had a kid later in the film. Uh, you know what they call that? Acting. You know, these people up here aren't actually princesses in medieval times. <sighs> no How dare they? No way. God. I And I imagine, I wonder if going to see something with a more complicated plot and story, if if those people would go, or with more cultural reference, like deeper cultural references versus the surface mm-hmm. level pop. Because pop culture is, you know, it's the slop, the everyman yeah. slop versus a, a high, high culture you know, where the, in movies you, they will do compose scenes to look like famous paintings yeah, or they'll compose a shot to match a class, like another classic, classic film shot. Those kinds of things are, you can put it in a movie and go like a great example is the vertigo zoom. Yes. It's used a lot now as a, it's used as a storytelling uh, or a, a, yeah, a storytelling thing where you can see this like moment of panic in the character. Yep. And it originates in Vertigo, mm-hmm. the film. It'd be like that. You seeing that in a movie and the guy leaning next to you and go, did you know that's the Vertigo scene? From- <laughs> it's like the people that go, that's the Wilhelm scream. Like, yeah, yeah. We all know. We all know it. We all know the Wilhelm scream. Did you know that Ben Burt? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you know that that's a song? That I, that's what I was joking. Did you know that the song that I sang earlier is not actually about masturbation, but it's actually about doing a dance called the locomotion? What? Yeah, I didn't write that. It was a parody. Oh my God. But so, so is. Is Michael Jackson not actually fat? No, Michael Jackson is not actually fat. What? <laughs> he did not go on a grapefruit diet either. Oh, no. And there's <laughs> My whole no, world is sh- There's ruined. no theme song to Rocky Eight. There is not. Well, there probably is now. <laughs> actually, Rocky Eight, Rocky Eight is... Cree, yeah, you're right, Cree 2 is Rocky Cree Eight. Cree 2 is Rocky Eight. Cree, sorry, Cree 11. <laughs> they should have put... Uh, they should have put that song in fucking Creed 11. Yeah. It's the rye or the Kaiser. Try the wheat or the white. <laughs> you like an appetizer. That's a great song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have a question, especially so if some people don't like texting during movies. I, and I had to send some text during that play. I can't get away from work. I had there was stuff that a message comes. It's important. Got to be handled. But but your phone's so, on the lowest brightness. Yeah. Some people don't like the text thing in the movie theaters. I'm not if you're in dark mode and you got the brightness down low, I don't really mind the texting in theaters. Yeah. Pull up your little notepad app and just 
go in there and be like, why is the character carrying a pan and have long hair? I, I don't understand. And then at the end of the play, you can go out to dinner with your people and be like, okay, Tim, uh, what does once upon a time mean? <laughs> uh, what does, why did this character have long hair in a pan? It's Rapunzel from the movie Tangled. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't have to say that to you in the middle of the play because you wrote it down. Uh-huh. Just fucking text one another. It'd be far less disruptive, at least the people in front of you. Maybe yeah. the people behind you would be <laughs> annoying too. Or don't sit in the second row. Yeah. I wish I had had my gun. Just boop, 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 boop. Please continue. Anyway, well, that is my issue. And the last issue for year five of Here's What I Don't Get. Thank you, everyone, for supporting the show. Thanks for listening for five great years. Maybe we'll get five more mediocre. You know, we're in, like, season five. <laughs> this is where the show takes the downhill. Uh-huh. We'll, like, start adding in weird characters yeah. suddenly. Uh, the the writers have moved on to another yep. thing. There's not going to be another masturbation. This is the this is the peak season finale. Yes. Yeah. There's going to be a backdoor pilot for a spinoff podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somehow Godzilla so- or something. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, thank you everyone for listening for five years. We hope you keep listening for five years, even if it's just going back and like you just listen to the old episodes again. Uh, if not, you know, fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> Die. Um, Till next next week. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. See ya. Bye. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the the Discord under the voicemail upload. And I don't think we have any voicemails this week, unfortunately. Nothing in the voicemail upload. So that's it. That's our episode. See you guys.